Hi, I'm Debbie Roberts from Property Apprentice. Welcome to today's podcast. Subject for today is what I would do if I had $20,000 to kickstart my investment journey. This is based on a, a blog article that I wrote for the Auckland Property Investors Association earlier this year. So first of all, I'll start by saying what I would not do. What I would not do is I wouldn't start looking for an investment property just yet. If I only had $20,000 as a deposit, it's not going to buy you very much. Now, if you're looking at a 30% deposit, uh, then you're going to be looking at a a purchase price up to the value of $66,000, which isn't going to buy you much anywhere in New Zealand. If you're looking at a 20% deposit, that'll purchase a rental property up to the value of $100,000. So again, limited choice. And at the moment, the Reserve Bank restrictions on deposit has been lifted. And so that means that you can get 80% lending or you know the 20% deposit, which would allow purchase price up to 100000 But there's a really good chance that when those restrictions, when the time frame runs out in May 2021, there's a really good chance that the Reserve Bank will reimpose those restrictions to take some of the heat out of the property market because the market's booming pretty much across the board in New Zealand at the moment, some parts of the country much more so than others. Okay, so based on those price points that I mentioned before, your choices are going to be extremely limited. And a search on TradeMe shows pretty much nothing on either price point, apart from leasehold property, which uh, personally, I wouldn't touch with a barge pole as far as an investment goes. And also, there's the odd apartment that needs a lot of remedial work done. So again, not appropriate for this starting financial position because you wouldn't have the funds available to do the remedial work that's required. What I would do is start doing some research. Number one, learn as much as you can about money management. Yep, I know it might be a boring subject, but it is vital to your success and you need to create a budget that's going to work for you. Number two, think about whether it's possible to tighten your belt a little bit to increase your savings faster. And this might involve making some short-term sacrifices to help you increase your available deposit in the shortest time frame possible. For example, you might decide to start working out at home instead of paying for an expensive gym membership. Um, Quit smoking if you currently smoke. That'll save you a fortune. And you'll have a, um, a better health position as well. Thirdly, you might decide to drink less alcohol, again, saving you money and also no doubt better for your health as well. Uh, fourth example would be plan your grocery shop carefully so that you only buy what you actually eat because a lot of people and in recent studies have shown this that um, people can waste as much as $100 a week just on buying food that they end up throwing out so uh, you also might decide to make some short-term sacrifices by eating out less frequently or get less takeaways make your own lunch instead of buying it every day or regularly during the week as well a whole bunch of different ways that you can potentially trim your expenses. Uh, Another thing that you could look at doing is paying off any credit card debt or higher purchases as quickly as you can because not only will that eventually help you build up your house deposit faster because as soon as those debts are paid off you're going to be able to start saving that extra money instead of paying the interest on that debt but it's also going to improve your borrowing capacity when you get to the stage of applying for your mortgage. If you've got a credit card, even if you don't use that credit card, the bank takes your total 
borrowing capacity on that credit card, so your available credit, and that essentially converts into money that you can't borrow. So, you know, it, it absolutely pays to be pretty clever and clear with your credit card spending and uh, maybe look at cancelling credit cards when you get to that point. So, again, this is something that you can talk to with a mortgage advisor who can really help you there. Number four, if your parents are in a position to help you qualify for borrowing using a, something like equity gifting, um, then it's worthwhile investigating that option with them and a good mortgage advisor can help you with that process as well. Also, you can look at the possibility of whether or not you're going to qualify for a government grant to boost your deposit if it was going to be a home. So KiwiSaver, for example, is available for if you're looking at purchasing your first home and there's some government grants around as well. And so, you know, worthwhile investigating to see whether those are an option, but you can't use the government grants or KiwiSaver to buy an investment property. So you might be looking at buying a home with the intention of that being an investment property, but sooner rather than later. Okay. Number six, and consider investing your $20,000 in the share market to get a better return than you're currently going to get in a savings account. Savings account interest rates are pretty dismal. So I would highly recommend that you seek professional advice around this and diversify to reduce your risk. So, you know, don't bet it all on black or bet it all on red. Uh, yeah, talk to a professional who can help you with your decisions when it comes to investing in the share market. Now, if you're in the position of looking at buying your first property, whether it's a home or an investment property, go to our website, propertyapprentice.co.nz, and scroll down towards the bottom of the homepage, and you'll see a recording of a webinar that I did with one of New Zealand's leading mortgage advisors, and um, that webinar is called Beginner's Guide to Buying Your First Property. So you can watch that video whenever you like. It's a recording of a webinar, as I mentioned before. So if you wanted your first purchase to be an investment property rather than a home, you need to do even more research. First of all, you might decide to join your local library while you're in the position of saving up for your house deposit, for your property deposit. Join your local library, read every property investment book you can lay your hands on uh, while you're at it. Read every personal development book you can lay your hands on as well, because one of the biggest battles that you will face as a new investor is the battle with your inner voice. Okay, it'll be that little voice in your ear uh, saying, oh, is this the right thing to do? So working on your personal development there will really help you keep that under control. And um, if while you're into reading, go to propertyapprentice.co.nz and download a copy of the free ebook that I wrote called Beginner's Guide to Property Investment in New Zealand, if you haven't done that already. Now, go to as many free or low-cost training seminars as possible. Just be cautious, though, because some of those free seminars, and some of them that are low-cost, so you still have to pay for them to attend, uh, some of those come part and parcel with some pretty hard sells, either to really expensive coaching or mentoring programs and or hard sells for investment properties. So if you want to attend one purely for educational purposes, 
make sure you come check out one of ours if you haven't done that already and you can register online for ours at our website propertyapprentice.co.nz if you're going to go to other seminars just make sure that you leave your wallet behind so you don't end up making a snap decision with some pushy salesperson okay another idea would be to join your local property investment association so that you can further your support network of other like-minded individuals and at the same time you'll also be increasing your knowledge with some of the regular group sessions for example the monthly keynote meetings be careful who you get your advice from everybody has got an opinion about property investment, even if they've never bought a property before themselves. But as the saying goes, opinions are a little bit like belly buttons. Everyone's got them, and most of the time they're just full of lint. So surround yourself with a team of professionals who will be able to help you on your journey. To quote Henry Ford, if you're the smartest person on your team, your team is in trouble. So finally, I'd like to remind you that success is not about luck. It's all about your determination to succeed. And if you're determined to succeed, you will do whatever it takes to succeed. Increase your knowledge, make it a priority to learn and make it a priority to continue to save your deposit and you will get there. Thanks for listening.